You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Hello, this is Louisa Niehaus. I'm a psychotherapist and relationship expert and I'm based in Gauteng. Today I want to talk to you about learning how to manage your relationships during COVID-19. Does this scenario sound familiar? Things feel impossible. My spouse is driving me crazy. His anxiety levels are unbelievable. I feel like we're in panic mode 24-7. Supermarket runs, social distancing, supply shortages, feeling out of control and fear of the future consume our every conversation these days. I am struggling to keep my sanity with all I have to deal with. Children, schoolwork, work, household chores. Normally, I would give myself some space, maybe have a night out with my friends, maybe even go and visit my parents, but I can't. I'm stuck in this house and I am miserable. This may sound familiar to you. And if so, during these unprecedented times, we are being forced into unique situations in our immediate relationships. We may have very little personal space. We are together with our spouses, our children, our relatives, our housemates, 24-7. Or some of us are living alone 24-7. It's inevitable that cabin fever, conflict, differing opinions, an overexposure to people or even an underexposure to people is going to have an effect on us one way or the other. And being in lockdown can be very triggering in a variety of ways. Consider that prior to lockdown, we may have had traumatic or unresolved issues that we effectively contained and managed by engaging in day-to-day activities, such as a long commute to work, exercising, working or socialising. Some people may have even been able to keep their unresolved issues at bay through addictive behaviours like alcohol, drugs, sex or even shopping addictions. This day-to-day busyness kept us distracted and we've been able to manage our immediate relationships by expending emotionally charged energy elsewhere. However, in lockdown, this is not possible. We are confronted with not only our own issues, but the dynamics of living with others, coping with the stressful dynamics of the uncertainty of this pandemic, juggling work, parenting, and even confronting ourselves within the maelstrom of all of this. This lockdown forces us to confront the fact that many of us struggle with being and are addicted to doing. And this enforced quarantine is bringing to the surface one's unresolved emotional crises and exacerbating other crises. Undertaking this type of introspection is usually only done under controlled and voluntary conditions like, for example, going to a retreat. However, removing oneself from one's daily busyness and the distractions involuntarily is massively challenging, together with the added stress of confronting an uncertain future. Remember, not everyone is cut out for this type of isolation and duress. To put this into context for you, The only time we intentionally leave people alone in this way is in the prison system. I want to contextualize this with what we are currently experiencing, either alone or with our families during this time. 
It's a wonderfully aspirational and very lofty thought to say that people should use this time to introspect, to go within, to learn to be with and understand ourselves. But what about our relationships with others? What about living in confined conditions with others who may all be going through similar trials and tribulations? People are being confronted with having to navigate difficulties such as social distancing. You or other members of your family may have differing views of the regulation of social distancing. One of you might be more lax, meaning that you create anxiety at home because of your exposure and what your exposure could result in. On the other end of the continuum, one of you could be more vigilant with regards to social distancing and your vigilance could equally create heightened anxiety and tension. These same differences in opinion can also apply to hygiene. One member of your family might be cavalier or less concerned with practicing hygiene and cause distress. Conversely, someone could be overly concerned with hygiene to the point where it becomes obsessive and creates anxiety for others. These days, these normally differing points of view are much more emotionally laden because of the added component of getting ill or even dying. Feelings are running higher because of these stresses. Managing chores. Try to create routines and structure so as to incorporate work, parenting, schooling, chores and housework. One partner may, for example, find themselves constantly badgering or policing to try and implement routine. Or they may find themselves carrying the majority of chores or discipline. Let's face it, living in such confinement, rarely leaving the house and trying to still carry on with life whilst adapting to new routines under duress with the added gravity of COVID-19 is a tinderbox. Job insecurity or work pressures. COVID-19 has irrevocably changed the landscape of work as we know it. Most of us are isolated from our workplaces. Industries have closed. The future seems really uncertain and there are many who are concerned about their job security. Working from home has its challenges too. People are expressing their frustration at being rooted to their screens that online meetings and the pressures of being available outside of working hours and the need to respond to emails is absolutely overwhelming. People are feeling the added strain of having to be more visible in order to prove that they are indeed working. So in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic, we are being presented with a massive opportunity to take a crash course in conflict management. The key is to stay calm and to resist the temptation to blame as much as possible. When you take on this challenge to uplevel your negotiation skills, you need to learn to speak from experience rather than opinions. Expose your vulnerabilities and fears to each other. Listen. Listen to each other with deep respect and ensure that you've understood your partner. Take timeouts to calm down and search for common ground. Remember that anxiety, fear, and the inescapable close quarters of social distancing are bringing new challenges, especially to those relationships who are perhaps already 
on shaky ground. Almost all of us are now affected by what's happening with COVID-19 and the emergency measures being taken to slow down its transmission. Many of us aren't used to spending so much time at home every day with our partners, even when there isn't a crisis in the mix. Love is 24-7, but usually our days together aren't. So I'd like to give you a few actionable tips that you can begin to use to help navigate your relationships through this very, very stressful period. Carve out time alone. Couples thrive when there's a healthy balance between time spent together and time spent apart. However, creating separate spaces is now much more difficult than ever. Still, it's really, really important to physically remove yourself from your partner for even just an hour or two each day. Try and find a space where you can have some quiet time to process your thoughts. Also, when your partner requests a similar break, honour it. Ground yourself using routines. Adjusting to life under this pandemic has required a significant transition. Never before have we had to homeschool our children, hold down jobs and do our part for public health in such a radically dynamic environment. Try to create routine by planning meal times, scheduling exercise times and devoting specific hours to work or even DIY. This will help restore some semblance of normality to your otherwise upended life. This advice may seem simple, but our brains love and they even crave structure and it can be very, very grounding to have a routine. Focus on short term and try to develop plans together. For many people, anxiety is exacerbated by two main things, and that is the fear of the unknown and wanting to control the future. And in moments of stress, you can allow your mind to spiral out of control with thinking of the what-ifs. When you're trying to clear clouds of anxiety, remind yourself to take things one day at a time and try to create short-term plans with your partners. Put together your heads and brainstorm ways to take care of the essentials. How will you homeschool your children? How will you work from home? How will you manage your medical needs? How will you tackle necessary trips to the supermarket or the pharmacy? Come up with simple, prudent plans. Remember, no one is perfect, including you. If you notice that your partner has been moodier than usual, on edge, irritable, lethargic, overly anxious, remember that in times of prolonged stress, mood swings are common. And with this COVID-19 pandemic, it's all the more difficult because this is something we've never faced before. So if your partner's behavior has been unusual, give extra attention to their mood and remember not to internalize it or read too much into it. If you are concerned that you've somehow triggered them emotionally, simply ask them directly and calmly. If they say their mood has nothing to do with you, believe it. Everyone is going to react to this rapidly changing landscape in their own unique way. And it's not your job to jump into your partner's brain 
and assume their thoughts. We are all stressed these days, but we have a responsibility to manage our behaviours. No one is perfect. Remember this. Practice kindness in the face of fear. Many of us are fearful right now, and rightfully so. But yelling or being irritable with your partner will not only intensify this crisis in the short term, it will unfortunately erode your relationship in the long term. Hold yourself back. When you feel like yelling or criticizing, just take a deep breath and step back. Practice gratitude. Remind yourself that in your own way, your partner is doing their very best, just as you are. Try and make a point to say please or thank you to each other, even for the smallest things. Bring in a bit of humour. Laugh. Tell jokes when appropriate. Weather the storm together. And above all, try and be very kind to each other. It's important to understand that you're not alone. The feelings that you're experiencing, they might be fear, frustration, anger, anxiety, or something else entirely. They're all normal and okay. However, it's crucial not to let your emotions dictate how you treat or you react to your partner. This is a really, really important time for pulling together and drawing on the unique strengths of your relationship. You will get through this together. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.